Gonzaga Nation SI. I'm your host, Dan Dickow, with a special guest today, breaking down a little bit of the NCAA tournament after Selection Sunday showed us a few surprises, a few upset opportunities, and the road to the Final Four for a number of teams. Our guest, Fox Sports college basketball analyst, a good friend of mine, Casey Jacobson. Casey, thanks for joining Dan, thanks for having me, man. This is uh, the best time of year for us. Uh, super excited. The bracket gets uh, unveiled. And uh, yeah, man, I, you know the matchup that I want to see in the, in the national championship. We'll get to that. But uh, yeah, it sh should, be, should be a fun one. Yeah, it's, uh, it's been a great college basketball season. It always culminates in championship week. You had a busy week. You were calling games down in Las Vegas, Pac-12 tournament, both for the Pac-12 Network, as well as the championship game with Fox. Let's start with the Pac-12. Three teams in, as opposed to last year, where they seemingly had half the league in it. Uh, what are your projections for Arizona, UCLA, and USC? Yeah, well, starting with Arizona, they're the number one seed in the South region. I like them to come out of it for a couple reasons. The first is their 8-9 matchup, to me, is probably the easiest 8-9 matchup. <clears throat> they're going to play the winner of either Seton Hall or TCU. Uh, I think they're significantly better than both of those uh, programs. If things go chalk in Arizona's region, they'll have to worry about a couple teams. Villanova's the number two seed. Uh, they're always, always a tough one, right? Uh, Tennessee is their three seed and Illinois is the four seed. What's interesting about those, Dan, is Arizona's already played Illinois and Tennessee. They lost to Tennessee in Knoxville and they beat uh, Illinois in Champaign. And, and I think that that is a significant advantage for the Wildcats. Why? Because they are they don't have a, a lot of experience. The, in fact, the only guy who has experience is Umar Bala, the former Gonzaga forward, and he barely played last year uh, for Gonzaga on their run to the national title. So uh, national title game, excuse me. Um, so for a team that's young, uh, I think it's important that they play teams that they are familiar with. I think that's an advantage. Uh, the other two teams, USC, uh, it's tough because if they get past their first round game against Miami, Florida, they're going to play an Auburn team as the number two seed, which I think is a terrible matchup for USC. They're faster. Uh, they have Walker Kessler to protect the rim, so he can defend against Isaiah Mobley and Chavez Goodwin. Um, so I have Auburn beating USC in the second round. And then you go to UCLA. Dan, I, I know Arizona just beat UCLA in the Pac-12 championship final in Vegas, but I think UCLA is primed. I, they made a Final Four last year. A ton of expectations for good reason. They brought back their entire team and added Miles Johnson and Peyton Watson, a, a freshman. This, this UCLA team, I think, is going to come out of the region again. I, I actually have them getting to another Final Four. There's so much to like about them. They dictate terms uh, in almost way. And unless they run into a team like Arizona, like they're really going to struggle against a team like Gonzaga or a team like Arizona this year. But you know, the Arizona, or excuse me, Gonzaga struggled with UCLA. Did they not last year in that yeah. game? And, and why is that? Because uh, UCLA, they just have a gift of pulling teams towards them. They don't allow teams to get on those massive runs. Tiger Campbell is as good of a point guard in the country. They play isolation, heavy basketball. They're riding the coattails this year, not of Johnny Juzang, but of Jaime Hawkins Jr. Hawkins Jr. is now their best player. He is their go-to one-on-one guy, not Johnny Juzang. Juzang's more of a role player, if you're going to ask me this year, 
than he was last year. I just, I really like the UCLA team and it wouldn't be surprising at all if they get to another final four. Yeah, I like your observation on, on all three of those teams. But to stay with UCLA real quick, I, I would agree. I think uh, Juzang got up to a tremendous role at the end of last year and kind of rode that to a lot of preseason accolades. But Juzang kind of has shown steady evolution in his game and his willingness to make uh, big plays. And I, I think he can be an X factor. But I'm going to go out on a limb here. I like St. Mary's in that second round mm. matchup. And People are going to say I might be a Pac-12 hater, a WCC advocate, and that is true. I am a WCC advocate. But St. Mary's has quietly gone about their business all season long. They beat Gonzaga in the regular season finale, and that win in the title game was a little bit more difficult than I think people realize. Randy Bennett's a heck of a coach. What do you see from the WCC teams first? Before we get to Gonzaga, let's talk St. Mary's in your estimation as well as USF. Well, people don't even realize how good of a defensive team St. Mary's is. They are top 10 in America. Normally, Randy Bennett's teams are more of like the offensive pick and roll heavy. They're going to spread you out and they're going to light you up from three. This year's team is just okay shooting the three. Toss is their center down low. They, they'd actually rather play through him. So they're going to play. They played a really slow pace. One of the slowest offensive tempos and paces in America. And it's interesting, Dan. If St. Mary's and UCLA play, those two teams, they, they play similar. Yes. They, they, they both play a – like it's going to be, you know, I, I would uh, I would say, you know, in low 60, maybe even the high 50s if those two teams meet. And, and I'm with you. I mean, I, I have as much respect for Randy Bennett, the head coach for St. Mary's, as anybody you will see. However, you stack up St. Mary's roster and UCLA's roster. Again, they play a similar style. True. UCLA has significantly better players and significantly more experience. It's just hard for me to pick St. Mary's in that spot. Like It wouldn't be shocking, but it's just hard for me to do it, having watched both of those two teams play uh, many times this year. No, I would agree with a lot of that. And I think for a West Coast basketball fan like you and I are, uh, you want to see one of those two teams make a deep run to validate just how good basketball on the West Coast has been this year. You know, we don't, we won't get into the Mountain West, but that's been a tremendous league this year as well. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about Gonzaga now. Um, what do you see as maybe a possible hindrance in their region? Because you touched on Arizona being in a region that has Tennessee and Illinois, two teams that they've already played. Gonzaga has three teams in their region they've already played. Two of those being losses to Duke as well as Alabama, but then you also see Texas Tech in their yeah. league who they've played, and then Arkansas is pretty dang good as well. Um, what are you seeing out of Gonzaga's West region? I think Gonzaga's West region is more difficult than Arizona's South region, to be totally honest. Now, Gonzaga should still come out of it to me, but there's a couple other teams that you didn't even mention. Well, So the 8-9 game is interesting for Gonzaga. I think Boise State is going to beat Memphis, and so Gonzaga is going to play Boise State, who, again, one of the best defensive teams in the country. And their coach, uh, Leon Rice, is a former Gonzaga assistant and knows all of Mark Few's secrets, if you will, Dan. I think that's a totally fascinating matchup. But how about UConn? UConn is a really dangerous team out of the Big East. They're a five seed. Now, UConn would likely have to beat Arkansas to even have a chance or a swing at Gonzaga. But this UConn team's got a center in Adama Sinogo, who's one of the more improved centers in America. And their point guard is R.J. Cole, who I call a baby James Harden. He's a left-hander. He's got a big old beard. He's older, 
and has had a much better year, much more efficient year than he did last year when UConn had James Booknight as their star. This UConn team is much more balanced. They don't have a superstar, but they have a lot more balance. So both of those teams are really good. And you mentioned, like, Alabama is just a roll of the dice. I don't know what Alabama team is going to play. Like, the yes. one that beat them in Seattle was incredible. It was probably the best game they played all year. But they can lose. To, I think Alabama lost to Missouri, the worst team in the SEC. I mean, so, you know, I don't know what's going to happen there. I'm not even going to try to predict that. Uh, I like Duke a lot. They shouldn't be a number two seed like many analysts have talked about. It's just ridiculous that Duke got a number two seed. Uh, given their resume compared to a team like Tennessee. It's just flat out ridiculous, but let's move on. Would I love to see Gonzaga and Duke play a rematch of that one possession yes. game? Absolutely, I would. Like, you know, you and I selfishly as basketball fans and analysts, we just want to see that. But the matchup I want to see more than any matchup in the world, Dan. Last year, we wanted to see Gonzaga and Baylor play, right? That, game, that first yeah. game got canceled in, in December. I think it was going to be in Indianapolis or whatever. Got canceled due to COVID. We finally saw the matchup we wanted in the finals. And I'm so glad we did, even though it didn't work out well for the Zags. We just, I wanted to see it. This matchup with Gonzaga and Arizona in the national title game, Dan, I have to see it. So I'm trying to speak it into existence. <laughs> it is so fascinating for yes. two reasons. One, they're the two best teams in the country and they play an entertaining brand of basketball. Okay. But second reason why is Tommy Lloyd. And Mark Few will never play against each other unless it's for a Elite Eight game, a Final Four game, or a national title game. They just won't play against each other. So if you want to see it, and I know all the Zags fans out there do, this is what we got to have happen. So let's bring it on. I'm ready for it. Yeah, I've got them, those two teams matched up in my bracket for the national title game with Gonzaga coming out on top. I agree with you. They were supposed to play this year. They had a series uh, but when Tommy Lloyd took that, that kind of nixed that series, I would imagine yeah. for the foreseeable future. Give me your last two final four teams, because I think there's a number of teams that have a chance to get to New Orleans. Yeah. So uh, besides Gonzaga and Arizona, I'm going with UCLA again. You can call me a Pac-12 guy if you want. I don't care. Bring it on. And then I got Auburn coming out of the Midwest. I, I really like Auburn's team. They have a little bit of everything. Um, that you need. They got some experience. They got a rim protector in Walker Kessler. Jabari Smith, the, the freshman forward, 6'10 shooter, is starting to grow into that kind of alpha dog role where he wasn't really ready at the beginning uh, of the year. So, yeah, so I got two number two number one seeds, Arizona, Gonzaga, number four seed, UCLA, and a number two seed in Auburn out of the Midwest. I, I like that final four a lot. I'd watch it for sure. I like it. I've got Wisconsin with Johnny Davis. Mm -hmm. He faltered. They faltered a little bit down the stretch, but they're good. The Big mm -hmm. Ten, to me, is an overrated conference. They showed it last year with their performance. Um, but there's something about having a, a talented player to kind of lead the ship uh, with Johnny Davis that leads me to say they're going to be in the Final Four. And then I've got Kentucky. Um, I think yeah. Coach Cal's overdue. Shibway's had an incredible year. Um, Xavier Wheeler. I don't love his game, but he gets it done enough times to make me think that they're going to be in New Orleans as well. So um, appreciate the time, Casey. I know we'll probably share some text messages over the next couple weeks uh, based on things that you see, I see. It, it's the best time of year. Of course. Hey, have a good time in Portland, man. Go Zags.